Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. We're having fantastic Wednesdays wherever you may be across this great country, across this great land, across this great world. I know everybody doesn't have hard knocks. So last night, about uh, 10 o'clock Eastern, we got the latest episode of As the Oakland Raiders Turns, focusing primarily not on Antonio Brown, but a little bit of news did emerge as... Antonio Brown's feet and how awful of condition they are was a storyline for a couple of minutes, and they featured around a minute of Antonio Brown explaining himself and explaining his feet condition. And uh, since he hasn't spoken other than by hopping on social media uh, very much so far, now they didn't address the helmet issue as much. This was more focused on the feet because uh, Hard Knocks is about a week behind a lot of times to the overall story because they have to edit it and put it all together. They did tease that we'll learn more about the helmet next week. But in the meantime, this is what Antonio Brown had to say about his feet. I literally was on a vacation in Paris. I was training, and I was trying cold therapy to recover my body. And I got out, and I felt my foot burning. So I was like, man, I feel a hot sensation. So the next, like, 24 hours, it swelled up. Got really big. I couldn't really walk. I put pressure. The doctor came over, drained a little out, scalpel the next day, freaking scissors the next day, and just kind of let it leak all out. So as it as everything leaked all out, I was able to put a lot of pressure. Thankfully, my trainer was working me out in the midst of my freaking, I can't be on my feet. So I'm crawling within workouts, just, you know, getting other stuff better and everything get better. 
So now it's just like a uh, new skin. I'm trying to, you know, get my feet used to uh, feeling it, but I feel like I just got a, a big patch of just open whoopee cushion, you know? That is Antonio Brown describing the current condition of his feet, and he showed them on the show, and they look pretty rough. If you get frostbite in the summer in a vacation in France, that's a pretty tough thing to pull off. So it's not like Antonio Brown was a soldier in Valley Forge, and it's not like he was uh, managing to, uh, to be lost in the Arctic for a long time, and as a result, he got frostbite. He was trying to get in a cryogenic chamber, effectively, and he didn't wear shoes, and he got all injured there, and his feet looked pretty rough. I don't know what in the world is going on with Antonio Brown, but let me go ahead and bring in Raider defender Danny G. You watched Hard Knocks. I know a lot of people out there did not, which is why I wanted to pull that clip because I do think that's uh, legitimate news in Antonio Brown's own voice, something that we do not get a lot of. His feet look really bad, right? I mean, like, when he takes his shoe off and you're able to look at it, maybe he's going to play in week one for the Raiders. But those feet don't look good, and I don't have to be a doctor. We'll have Dr. Chow on the show tomorrow at NFL uh, Pro Football Doc, or at Pro Football Doc, I think, who is really good at breaking down injuries and giving us a sense for what might actually be going on. I don't have to be a doctor to know those feet don't look good at all, Um, and I think he's probably going to miss the whole preseason. What did you think when you saw him? Yeah, pretty nasty, but nothing I hadn't seen as a kid. My stepdad's feet were pretty gross, and he went to work every day. Um, I'm not sure still about the story because of what Dr. David Chow told us on the show last Thursday. So you think Antonio Brown might be lying about how he injured his feet? Maybe. I know the great Big Ben Maller said it might be trench foot. Are you familiar with that at all? I mean, I know people got it in like World War One and yeah. World War Two because they were in trent, you know, like in trenches so much. Yeah, uh, when your feet are exposed to too much dampness, and I guess they get infected. I'm not a. Do- I play a doctor on the radio sometimes. But how like in you. the world does that happen when you're a multi-million dollar athlete? I am not sure, but I looked at the pictures of trench foot, and they look similar to what Antonio Brown's feet look like. Is that better, though? Like, why would you lie? No, it's not better. It's worse. Yeah, but why? Yeah, I guess guess what I'm getting to is why would you lie about how that happened to you? Does it sound better to say you got in a cryogenic chamber than that you're, you know, you got trench foot or whatever it is? I think so, yeah, because he said I was training in Paris and trying to recover. I did the cryotherapy, so that does sound better than I just didn't take care of my feet. I guess. I mean, I, I, if if he truly got trench foot just because what? Like, I don't even understand how that's possible. I'm not either. But that's in line with what Dr. Chow was saying last week. So I am super interested to hear your interview with Chow tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see what he has to say. I mean, I have no earthly idea. Uh, but at this point in time, it appears that he's not going to be back for a uh, for the entire preseason in terms of playing. Uh, now he may run a couple of routes or something like that, and if the, his feet look like that, I don't, I don't know what his availability is going to be for uh, for the uh, the start of the season. Now I will say this: remember, the Raiders edit everything, uh, by which I mean they can review, they have final cut. John Gruden did not seem as enamored of Antonio Brown in this cut as he does in some of his public statements. Is that fair to say? Yeah, he definitely seemed frustrated. 
And so, uh, and, and also just really not that sure of exactly what was going on. Um, and sometimes I think it's interesting, maybe the most interesting thing about Hard Knocks is the way they'll let you behind the curtain a little bit and show you how disconnected the media availabilities can be and how different the public pronouncements can be from the behind-the-scenes discussion. Now, again, I didn't think that John Gruden went all in on ripping Antonio Brown or anything like that, but he certainly was not as publicly supportive behind the scenes in the footage that we saw. And, and again, it's important to remember the Raiders are reviewing this and deciding what exactly is able to go out there. Uh, he was not as privately supportive as he has been publicly of this Antonio Brown circus. I mean, if they are editing a lot of things out, I wouldn't have left that first little clip from Gruden in there because he sounded sort of crazy at the very start of the episode. But I did like the fact that they focused in on Gruden a bit more. It seems like overall it was a more fun episode that everybody uh, around the country enjoyed, not just Raider fans. Because after the first episode where they were kind of just setting the table, introducing you to some of the players, and had a couple of bits. This seemed more like, let's get to the meat and the potatoes and the football and the coach. And the fact that they followed Gruden the way they did with Renfro and Doss and some of the other youngsters, I enjoyed it overall better than I did the first episode. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Now, I'm curious, is everybody watching Hard Knocks? Because I know everybody in our listening audience doesn't have HBO. And also, it was on last night at 10 o'clock Eastern, so some people were in bed uh, before this episode aired. Dub, are you watching Hard Knocks? Oh, is Dub not here this morning? Yeah, I got a text a few minutes ago saying he was running a few minutes behind. Doesn't that seem like something you would tell me? You were already, I'm sorry, but you were already talking on the air when I got that text. Uh, I got you. All right, so Dub is not here, and nobody would have known. Uh, you don't tell the host of the show that one of the people is not on the show. Is Eddie here? Is Roberto here? Is everybody else uh, arrived? I, I, I am here. I'm here. Yeah. yeah, we're here. All right, Eddie, are you watching Hard Knocks? I am. Uh, I'm watching it because of my job, not because I'm by not the interested way, in it. By the way, let me circle back around to this. Shouldn't Dub text me and let me know that he's not like I'm giving Danny G a hard time for not letting me know that Dub is not in the studio. But shouldn't Dub text the guy who's hosting the show and let him know, hey, I'm not going to be there? What is clearly going on here is Dub hoped that I was not going to go to him at all in the first segment. And so we came back out of break. If I go to him and he's late, and 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 I and but he's back there by like five twenty in the morning our time, six twenty Eastern. That I never know that he was late at all. This is a clear attempt by Dub to be late and hope that I don't recognize that he's late. Right? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's a pretty yeah, good game plan. That's yeah, good game plan. What the host doesn't know. How often does this happen? How often is Dub not there? In Dub his says he's in. He just message. He just messaged. Says he's in. All right. Let's all right. See. Cool. We'll go to Dub in a sec. Are you watching, Roberto? Uh, yeah, I'm watching, but I'm a day behind. I'm always a day behind because I have a three-year-old at home. And yeah, that sounds like a really bad excuse. Uh, <laughs> F bombs. Uh, there's a lot of excuses F-bombs. already. On oh, oh, you're afraid of her hearing f bombs on. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. she never hears them from her dad. You sound yeah. like Cleveland Farrell making Actually, excuses. She does, yeah, she does hear them from me. By the way. Uh, all right, is Dub in yet? I'm in. Oh uh, yeah. All right. So don't. Yeah, just a, a crazy idea here. If you're not going to be in, yeah, thank you for managing to arrive uh, late. I texted Danny G like uh, 10 minutes ago. Yeah, I understand, but Danny G doesn't host the show. So 
so let's let's unpack this a little bit. You texted Danny G like ten minutes ago, which is actually when the show is starting. By the way, so you texted Danny G as the show is starting. By the way, I'm going to be late. Danny G, I'm already talking, and I was giving Danny G a hard time about this, but it is a good point that I'm already talking, so I don't necessarily need to get the update that you are not going to be there. And then when I go to you and we just have dead air, Danny G is obligated then to come on and say, oh, Dub is late. Now, he could have just said, oh, I don't know where he is. And then you'd been like, well, I texted him. But you're texting Danny G that you're going to be late is the not what you should do. You should text the person who's actually hosting the show that you're going to be late. You know, that's a fair point. And uh, th- this was definitely on me. I left my wallet in my house, which has my access key here. So I'm about to get on the interstate, and I have to turn around, and that's when I ter- uh, texted Danny G. But, yes, obviously it would be a It was uh, a clear a attempt idea. by you to hope that I never knew you had arrived late because you were thinking, oh, Clay will just talk the whole opening segment, and he won't come to me till like 20 minutes after, so he'll never know. Be honest. That's what you were thinking. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And, and for one of the few times, I'm actually like, okay, let's go see what everybody else has to say. Now, did you watch Hard Knocks? I did. All right. So uh, did you think, do you agree that Antonio Brown, it seems as if John Gruden was less endorsing of Antonio Brown's antics in the, in the, in the behind-the-scenes footage we saw from Hard Knocks than he had been in, uh, in his public statements so far. Yeah, that was one of my initial thoughts just watching the whole thing unfold, his body language, you know, some of his mannerisms, his his conversations with other coaches. He was definitely less endorsing than he was to the media uh, last week. Yeah, and, and I think that's intriguing going forward. Again, I think these Antonio Brown foot injury situation is bad, uh, but I'm curious how it's going to be covered, the whole helmet debacle, uh, because I do think that John Gruden – of everybody, as, as we've watched this uh, sort of behind-the-scenes look at Gruden, first of all, I thought he was really entertaining in episode two, and they seemed like they got a little bit more comfortable with the cameras being around, potentially, than they were in episode one. And I thought the best part of the, uh, of the entire first episode was, or sorry, second episode, was the footage they dug up of Sean McVay as an 18-year-old uh, or 22-year-old kid working for John Gruden when he was still coaching with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is like 11 years ago. He's uh, the lowest level coach on the coaching staff, and I think we have audio of that, right? For people out there who missed it, they had a uh, really cool footage that – did they do hard knocks Tampa Bay Buccaneers back then or NFL Films for whatever reason – had uh, had a mic'd up John Gruden talking to Sean McVay when Sean McVay was just like 22 years old and just starting in his NFL coaching career. And I believe this is what it sounded like. Sean McVay came my last year as the head coach in Tampa. Came from Miami, Ohio, where he was a wide receiver. He wanted to get in the NFL. So we made him a secretary, really, just to get him in the building. McVay started like I started with the 49ers. They called me the piss boy in the Mel Brooks movie. You know, they'd call for the, the guy to come running over there with the bucket when the guys got off the horse. So we called McVeigh the piss boy just to let him know how it felt. And then they have uh, the two of them standing kind of talking together and, and Gruden's basically asking him, hey, are, do you want to be a coach here? Or do you want to be, you know, the kind of the guy who sits around on the couch and makes uh, comments and everything else? Really pretty interesting window 
into the John Gruden uh, mentorship, but also into the meteoric rise that has been Sean McVay, where now everybody, whether it's uh, the Bengals coach, whether it's Kingsbury, uh, whoever it is, if uh, Lafleur up at uh, up at Green Bay, if you have a remote connection to Sean McVay, everybody so desperately wants their own version of Sean McVay that if you have had any contact whatsoever with uh, Sean McVay now, you're getting your own head coaching job. It's amazing how that's all shaken out. We come back. Let's unpack this a little bit more. We'll talk about the drama surrounding NFL training camps, uh, the latest on Antonio Brown that we got in Hard Knocks, and also start to get you ready for NFL preseason week two. Uh, By the way, in hour two, we are scheduled to be joined by Who do we have? I can't even remember. I've got Dan Wetzel from Yahoo Sports coming in with us. And then in hour three, Jeff Schwartz is going to swing by. One of the big storylines of Hard Knocks is the young guys who are trying to make the team. We come back, we'll talk about what I thought was maybe the wackiest thing uh, that was going on uh, in uh, in the Hard Knocks episode. A, A player breaks his hand and decides to come back and continue to play in the preseason. Absolutely wild, I thought, decision to make in that context. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I don't know about you guys, but as I've watched Hard Knocks, I I don't find myself to think that Derek Carr is a very authentic guy. And it may just be that he's uncomfortable with the cameras being around. But have you picked up on that, Danny G? Does he seem like, you know, like John Gruden, for instance, he seems like a real person. Derek Carr seems like he's saying things that he thinks people will want to hear but he's not very interesting. Does that make sense? That makes sense. And he is an interesting guy because remember last year when I was in the Raiders locker room, he's very standoffish when it comes to media. So I think you're right, right on the money when you say he's uncomfortable around those cameras and all of that because he likes attention in a way, but he's also sensitive where he blocks anybody and everybody on Twitter when it comes to sports media. And also, he just will not give interviews I mean, there were TV guys, there were everybody trying to talk to him, and there was a rep standing there, like, guarding him in front of him, saying, nope, got to wait for post game at the podium, at the podium, wait for the podium. And he just wasn't very personable, so I don't know what to think so far. He, it was cool watching him with his kids, but yet, you're right, when he's standing around, and he was talking about popping the question, and he's super religious, but at the same time, He's trying to be one of the guys, and so it's a strange dynamic. I'm not sure what to make of him yet. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like almost everything that he's saying in unscripted conversations is scripted. Like, he was thinking, okay, what am I going to talk about when I'm mic'd up? I'll talk about asking my wife to marry me. It just feels like I, I'm reading off of a script with him. And 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 look, I, I think it may just be that he's very nervous around the media, but I, I don't know. As somebody who is, he doesn't seem comfortable in his own skin. Maybe should be the way that I would phrase that. And in most locker rooms, or, or certainly male-dominated uh, cultures, being comfortable in your own skin is one of the best things that you can have if you are in an athletic endeavor like this. And it just he sort of feels awkward and a little out of place does that make sense to you uh uh, dub have you watched i mean he doesn't seem like like he's certainly not an alpha like raw raw guy and i'm not saying everybody has to be that in order to win at a high level in the nfl because certainly there's a space for the cerebral sort of quarterback assassin but he just doesn't feel comfortable to me does that make sense to you dub like just based on what we've seen of him so far in training camp yeah, no doubt I agree. He does not look like he's comfortable in his own skin with all those cameras around. I mean, let's just say I don't think he's going to be hosting any studio shows or broadcasting any games post-career. Yeah. Exactly. But, uh, but yeah, I, like you said, I agree with you. It seems like 
what's supposed to be unscripted, he's trying to script, and it just doesn't come off as you know terribly authentic or natural. And uh, it, it is definitely something that stands out in, in both episodes so far. I'll give you an example. We do skits for Lock It In, and Rachel Bonetta is an incredibly good actress. And when you stand and watch somebody who is a good actor or actress do something – it looks like you can tell they're acting when it's uh, when it's like right in front of you, but when you watch it on film, it looks amazing, right? Um, and I am an awful, I think, by and large, actor, but I'm pretty good on television because I'm natural, right? I'm decent on radio because I sound like a normal person and I'm not uncomfortable or anything else about it. But as soon as you tell me that I have to act, I'm not very good at it, and I feel like that's what we're seeing from Derek Carr. He's pretending to play the role of affable, likable quarterback, and that's not really his personality, which goes to the point of being uncomfortable in his own skin, which makes me wonder how that translates to playing on the field. If you're so apprehensive about how people are going to perceive you, are you able to just go out and grip it and rip it as a uh, as an athlete? I have my doubts. Am I overanalyzing this, Eddie Garcia, or do you kind of feel that yourself watching this? Well, it's hard for me to judge this, frankly, because I've known about Derek Carr for a long time. He went to Fresno State. I went to Fresno State. I mean, did he have that reputation at Fresno State, too? I mean, not really, because his brother, you know, was a quarterback there. He's now on NFL Network doing, you know, analyst work. And he, his thing was he was always kind of groomed in a way to follow in his brother's footsteps, both at Fresno State and then to the NFL. So I don't know. I've, I've just this is the this is the Derek Carr that I've kind of known for a while. So it's not any different really for me. I'm not seeing an, a, a different person than I've seen before. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I'm biased in that way. I don't know. Well, Derek Carr doesn't have me blocked. I have seen that he's that he's evidently has blocked a lot of media people, and and I don't. I I hope he succeeds because look, I, I think it's more entertaining. If Derek Carr's a guy, I root for more good quarterbacks as opposed to fewer, right? Because it makes overall the NFL infinitely better if we have great quarterbacks. Roberto, Roberto, you're a Raiders fan. Do you get that sense too, having watched at least some of Hard Knocks, that Derek Carr is uncomfortable in his own yeah, skin? Yeah, the first episode, I, I, I looked like he something was off. Yeah, off with him. I don't know if he's just not comfortable with the cameras, or he's like he's trying to put this like perfect image on camera. It's kind of weird, like. The crazy thing, and I tease this, so I want to hit it quickly. Uh, we had a broken hand uh, on behalf of Max Crosby, fourth-round pick out of Eastern Michigan. Now, he's 100% going to make the team because he's a fourth-round pick. He'd have to fall on his face completely for them to just toss that draft pick away. But I was blown away that he broke his hand and came back to play in a preseason game. Watching it live, I was like, there's no way this dude's going to come back. It's a freaking preseason game. Danny G, can you believe he broke his hand, got it taped up, and went back to play in that game against the Rams? I loved it. That was old-school Raider football right there. Just rub some dirt on it, put some tape on it, get back in the game. And it was also very cool watching his girlfriend in the stands reacting to all of it. She was very relieved that he was back on the field, but she was also trying to figure out why he looked like a club man all of a sudden on yeah, his hand. Yeah, this was crazy, right? Is it Dub, uh, Eddie Garcia, and Roberto, is it crazy just quickly to go back into a preseason game when you break your hand? I don't think I'd continue to do the radio show if I broke my hand during a segment. <laughs> I would say regular season game, not crazy, but preseason, a little bit crazy. Yeah, yeah regular crazy. season game, I, I don't think it's crazy, but preseason game, I was like, there's no way he's coming back in. 
Especially the first preseason game. Yeah, I mean, it's especially when you know you're going to make the team. Again, he's a fourth-round pick, so it's not like he's an undrafted free agent trying to make the team. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is, I think, a pretty intriguing and smart deal that the NFL has gotten into. Uh, they uh, have announced that Jay-Z, and I'm, I, I always um, start off my day by reading the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times. And I'm like an old man because I read the actual print newspaper uh, as opposed, I mean, I read a lot all day long, obviously through social media for my, my job is I need to be informed in everything that's going on. So I read a lot, period. Uh, but I read both newspapers because I want to have a wide variety, you know, the business uh, side is basically ca- covered by for you young kids out there that don't even understand what a newspaper is so the wall street journal is more your conservative ish business uh sort of establishment newspaper and then the new york times has become a i mean frankly it's a liberal you know sort of left-wing newspaper and so i try to read both so that i get a balanced perspective on what's going on in the world because the truth is probably neither what the New York Times would have you believe or what the Wall Street Journal would have you believe. It's somewhere in between both of them. So that's kind of the way that I would uh, that I would describe the way that I kind of sample media. And so this is a big deal, I think. And the NFL, the headline in the Wall Street Journal is NFL taps Jay-Z for social justice issues. And what I find so utterly fascinating about this is... Jay-Z and the owners of NFL franchises are actually have a lot in common. And that's because they are both business people first, right? Jay-Z is uniquely an artist who has a strong business understanding. And the owners of NFL franchises are businessmen who are involved in the world of sports but ultimately also understand that the world of sports is a business. In other words, both men, and they're all men right now, both men are designed to be making money off of things that most people think of as entertainment as opposed to uh, as opposed to a business, right? So when Jay-Z is releasing an album, most people who are consuming his product are doing it for an entertainment-related reason, but his money that he is making off of his product is very serious business to him. And his unique talent is, and this is rare, is he is a content creator who thinks like a businessman but is creative enough to be a content uh, creator, right? There are relatively few of these people uh, that are able to think both ways because a lot of creative people, if you tell them that the business side of what they're doing like their head spins back into their 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 eyes spin back into their head. They're not comfortable with it, uh, and and many people even say, "Oh, I'm a creative person. I don't even want to worry about the business side. You take care of that, right?" If you are able to twin creative and business together, your ceiling is massive because your creativity can then be influenced by what you know the market is likely to respond to. Does that make sense? And the people who do it best, who wed this together best, I would say, are, for instance, big Hollywood studio directors, right? If you are John Favreau, for instance, who just did The Lion King, I took my kids to go see The Lion King remake. John Favreau is creating creatively 
a brand new experience for the Lion King, but he's doing it in a way that's guaranteed to make a lot of money. The superhero guys, and the reason why I point to John Favreau is John Favreau brought Iron Man and the Marvel movies into ascendancy, right? He created this awesome framework for Tony Stark in the Iron Man movies, but he did it in such a way that it's also capitalistic genius. So he is both creatively bringing something to light that might not have existed, but also doing it the best possible way for the largest possible marketplace. And so Disney right now with their superhero movies has conquered everything and they've done it in a brilliant way that melds perfectly creative with business. All right, that's kind of an easy analogy. Jay-Z has done that with music. The NFL has done that with sports. Wedding sports and business together and making everybody fabulously wealthy. Again, the most famous uh, line from Jay-Z, I think, to sum all this up is, I'm not a businessman, I'm a business man, right? Business comma man, which is a fascinating way to just kind of distill all of this. So what does Jay-Z represent for the NFL? He has a lot in common with the NFL owners. They understand that ultimately their creativity, their sports and their music is predicated on reaching the largest possible audience. How do you reach the largest possible audience? Well, you have to talk to people who may not always agree with you politically. Jay-Z is a Democrat. I guarantee you there are a lot of Republicans who listen to Jay-Z music. That's because even though they don't agree on everything politically, his music they do appreciate. And Jay-Z in this Wall Street Journal article speaks to this. He says uh, when he's asked, I'm black, that's my world. But he also said... If he didn't do business with wealthy business interests who he may disagree with politically, then, quote, I couldn't have any TV shows. I couldn't put my platform on TV because I'm sure someone who owns the broadcast network has supported someone who I don't believe should be in office. I can't control. No one can control the world that we live in currently and people's choice to vote self-interest. But significantly, Jay-Z isn't a part of the cancel culture because the cancel culture that is paramount in many places on social media today would say, oh, I can't interact with that person because they have different political beliefs than I do. That doesn't make any sense if you are a business person. If you are a business person, you want to sell to everyone. This is like the Michael Jordan famous quote, Republicans buy sneakers too. The NFL is in the business of selling to everyone. Ultimately, the NFL players and owners are also on the same side because the more money the NFL makes, the more money the players make. And in order to be the most successful business imaginable, you have to sell to everyone, Democrats, Republicans, Independent, Trump people, and Bernie Sanders people. All the world has to live together under a big tent that is the NFL. And so the NFL has brilliantly gotten Jay-Z to be in part uh, the head of their new social justice initiative because he can speak to NFL players, many of whom are black, in a different way than an NFL owner who's probably white, like the majority of them are, or like Roger Goodell could. In fact, already this is paying off. Read, listen to this quote 
in this Wall Street Journal article talking about Colin Kaepernick. We like to think that the way we build the Inspire Change platform, this is a Jay-Z quote, that if anything close to that, meaning the Kaepernick protest would happen again in the future, then Kaepernick would have a platform where he can express himself and maybe it doesn't have to take place on the field. And this is what I said from the get-go. The NFL was opposed to Colin Kaepernick protesting during the national anthem, not because they cared about whatever his political opinions were, but because he did it in uniform on the field during a game. What Jay-Z is saying is, if guys have strong feelings politically, what we want to create is an opportunity for them to have a voice, but not for it need to, needing to occur in their uniform on the, in the field during the national anthem. This is potentially brilliant. Jay-Z now is the conduit to connect players and owners and lead to something that everybody agrees with. The only color that ultimately matters is green when it comes to most business. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Ladies and gentlemen I'm just glad I was there Boys and girls I thought he thought I was like this ginormous piece of chicken Dying times here I have a bulging stricter stuck to my face And you have a what? This is Animal Thunderdome. What is the story? By the way, I am about to hop a flight late. I've got to be up like 24 hours straight. I'm headed out to L.A. Yep. But this might be our only Animal Thunderdome of the week or our last one. What have you got? Yeah, I couldn't let you go out without this one. Dade County woman impales herself with a steak knife after tripping over a cat. This oh. cat wants this North Georgia woman dead. So check this out. She says her cat who's a five-year-old that she just adopted this cat a few weeks ago from the McKamey Animal Center. Five-year-old Lucifer. That's the name of her cat. I'm not adopting any cat named Lucifer. By the way, I was speaking to my 15-year. You're going to love this. No joke. Went out to dinner with my wife for our 15-year anniversary. She said, and I was not even joking about it, I've decided when you die, I'm going to get a cat because I have forbidden that we can have cats in the house. I saw that tweet. I mean, this is 100% true. She (laughs) said, when you die, uh, the way I'm going to grieve is uh, I'm going to go get a cat. I think she can afford uh, a purebred from a breeder because this cat from the animal shelter wants this lady dead. Lucifer, she says that he likes to help out with household chores since she's had him the past few weeks. She follows the cat, follows her around in the kitchen. But she wasn't expecting Lucifer to send her to the hospital. She got a couple of plates, she says, got a couple of spoons, turned around and grabbed the knife, pulled it out, and I didn't see him under my feet. And so I tripped over him and landed on the floor, Kristen McCoy says. She landed on the steak knife with most of the five-inch blade stuck in her stomach. Oh, my God. Okay, now, now if you are squeamish, please turn your volume down. I'll give you a couple of seconds if you're squeamish. This is her quote. It went into my C-section scar. Oh! So I could feel the nerves there anyway when it was first in. It was only when I moved that I could feel it shift, she said. That's when I was like, oh crap, I've got a knife sticking out of me. Okay, I can handle this. She says she relied on her medical background. She knew not to move the knife, a decision that saved her life. Oh! <laughs> So did she call 911 or drive or like what did she do? So you're not supposed to pull the knife out? No. Because the blood will come out? Right. Doctors successfully removed the knife during surgery. And McCoy, she's back home right now, expected to make a full covery. So yes, she was rushed to the hospital. She did not move the knife. Because I think most people's reaction is to pull the knife out. Yeah, Yeah, you do not do that. 
Oh, that's the worst story ever. <laughs> oh, Why man. do you always find the worst animal Oh, I knew stories? you would enjoy that one. The doctor said had she moved the knife, she would have bled to death. Well, there, there you go. If you stab yourself, don't pull the knife out. Uh, by the way, she's planning on keeping her cat Lucifer. Yeah. Now, Lucifer. now, I don't get this because there's some cats that are cool that have more like dog personalities. If you, you want a cat a with a while. dog personality, get a dog. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a dog guy too. I don't can't like cats. Have dogs and ev- everywhere people live. I better live forever. Damn they cats they don't allow me. dogs everywhere. But listen, you have a cat, you <laughs> sicko. No, but if you have yeah. this cat for only a few weeks, you get rid of it. Yeah, you think that you're going to stab yourself and you're going to die because that stupid cat. I'm Clay Travis. This has been Outkick. Don't get a cat on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.